Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about macro tracking. It's no surprise, unless this is your first time listening to my podcast, it should be no surprise that I love talking about macro tracking. And it's something that I do and I live by and I coach my ladies with because it's so important technically for your body, but it's also a way for you to learn how to feel your body. And it's a good way to be flexible and to stop obsessing about your body and about macros and about this health and fitness journey, really. So the basis of today's episode is going to be macros, but we're going to be talking about it in the sense of tracking, but not obsessing. And so I really want to explain my thoughts on this because, geez, I would almost say, I won't say 100% because that leaves no room for error. So I will say 99% of the clients that I work with that first come to me, I would say about two weeks in, they're like, okay, I'm really getting a handle on my workouts. I'm being really consistent. You know, I'm kicking ass with these workouts, but like I'm really struggling with my nutrition. Either they're struggling with like hitting their macros or tracking their macros or just really understanding it in general. And that's totally fine. I don't like to bombard my clients at first. So I let them get familiar with, you know, me and the workouts and the app. And then we go into the toughest part and really, really tackle nutrition because that really is the toughest part of our fitness journey. I think it's just because of the way that we've been taught and the things that we've heard and the basically that we have no idea what we're doing in the nutrition category of things. And so I really like to have them, you know, get set up and consistent with workouts and feel like, yes, I'm really doing great with workouts, but I really need to start working on my nutrition. And like, once they say that, it's like, yes, game on, because they are ready. So the idea for this episode actually came from a client who was scared to start tracking at first. Um, She's actually been with me. I would, it's been about a year. And Honestly, quite a few of my clients are scared to start tracking at first just because it's time consuming. They don't want to. They've did it in the past and it didn't work or they hated it or whatever the case may be. But she, this particular client was really scared to start tracking. She did start tracking. She trusted me. But shortly after she started tracking, she became obsessed. And I'm pretty sure she warned me that that was going to happen. Um, And this was me. So if you are type A, and this is your personality, like when you do something, if you would describe yourself as when I do something, I do it all in, I go all in, I'm all or nothing, this would be you. So you start tracking and then, or she started tracking and then she became obsessed with it. And so she came to me and you know said, I'm doing really, really good. I'm trying to hit my macros spot on every single day, but I'm really becoming obsessed with it and I don't like it. I don't like that part. And so because I could relate, because I went from eating out of containers, uh, the little color coordinated 21 day fix containers, you know, or even before that, I counted, I would like print out sheets and, you know, count everything that I ate and, you know, check off these boxes, which was good. It, that taught me a lot. But 
also bad because it's obsessive. Um, so I would print out these sheets of paper and track off my macros and measure things and weigh my food. And then I did the color coordinated containers. And so basically, I was obsessed with every bit of food that went into my mouth. I feel like I needed to account for it. So I went from that kind of food obsession to macros. I heard of macros as like being this flexible way of eating, right? Like you can basically, well, it depends on what website you look at or who you're listening to, but basically you can eat whatever you want in moderation. Um, It's really, really flexible if it fits your macros, right? And so I'm like, okay, this should teach me how to not be obsessed, but still I'm tracking on this app and trying to hit my macros perfectly. So I became obsessed with tracking my macros and I knew that I had to find a balance. And so when my client came to me and said, like, I'm not liking how I'm feeling with being obsessed with this. It's messing with my head. I don't like it. This is what I was afraid of. And so we really buckled down and I taught her how to track and not be obsessed. And what the basis of that is, honestly, is trusting the person that is teaching you. Right. So she had to trust me to teach her how to not become obsessed. She had to trust me when I said, listen, you can like loosen things up a little bit. You don't have to be so rigid. I am the proof of that because I do it and and you'll still see results. And basically you have to just start eating carbs and you have is what what we did with her particularly. You get to start eating carbs and yes, I would rather have you eat rice than Oreos, but you can have both. You can mix and match. And that's really scary coming from a place of, you know, restriction, limited mindset, low carb, low fat, all of those things, low calorie. And so you have to trust the person that you're working with and you have to trust the process. Like you have to trust yourself to basically give in a little bit, you know, loosen up the reins and see how that works. And so she did. She's amazing. But Basically, what I had to do is, you know, obviously teach her the premise of macros and keep instilling this in her. So the only way that this works is to understand the premise of macros so that you can relax and know that your body will adjust. When it comes down to it, you have to start to trust your body. And that's hard to do when you don't understand what macros are or you don't really understand your goals, X, Y, Z. But your body is so smart. You do not need to be so rigid. But the only way to do this is to do it. And that is so, so hard. So I want to dive in here a little bit. Um, now that we've kind of talked about the why, I want to talk about actually kind of go over obviously the basis or the premise of calories and macros, what they are, and then talk about four ways that I feel like counting macros helps with so many things and the way that you can do that loosely. So The premise of calories and macros is very, very simply put, your body needs a certain amount of fuel every single day, and you get that fuel from calories. Well, to go one step further, the things that make up your calories are macros. Macronutrients come from proteins, fats, and carbs, and your body specifically needs a certain amount of each of those macros, proteins, fats, and carbs to make up the calories that will help your body to function properly, to be able to build muscle, to be able to shed fat, to be able to just work optimally. If you want to have a body that you can pretty easily sustain and you will be able to change your body composition, you'll be able to lose like the fat, like I said, you have to be able to, right? Like you can eat 1600 calories all in Oreos, but that's not right. Like that's not okay. Um, You know, think about that. So 
in reality, calories, you know, some people would say like calories are king and calories matter most. Well, they don't. You have to be getting those calories in the form of a certain amount of proteins, fats, and carbs based on you, your body, your lifestyle, your age, your height, your weight. And so it's really important to trust the person that is calculating your macros. And it's important to have someone that you trust that knows your lifestyle and your goals and that can make it fit into your life. Because it took me a lot of years to figure out how to get macros to fit into my life. One of the reasons it took me so long was because I didn't understand macros in general. So it's important to understand why you're eating this much food. And it's because your body needs that much food. Your body will hold on to fat literally on your body to use as fuel if you don't feed it enough. And when you start to feed your body enough, your body will trust you. Your body will begin to shed fat and use the food that you're eating for fuel. Your body is so smart. Like I said, it'll figure out how to sustain itself on its own without your help if you don't help it. That's the reason that you need a certain amount of calories and you need a certain amount of macros. But I also will tell my ladies, like, you don't have to be perfect every single day, right? They will say, like, well, I went over X amount of calories today or X amount of carbs or whatever the case may be. And I kind of just explain it again very, very loosely in the sense that your body doesn't know what time it is. Your body doesn't know that, you know, Tuesday at midnight (laughs) till, you know, Wednesday at midnight. Like it doesn't know that 24 hour period. So if you think about it, your body is just kind of on average, right? Using the calories day by day by day. And so a lot of times when I will go over my calorie or go over my lady's calories, I obviously count each day, add up the week and then divide that out daily because what we really want is is an average. So again, just think about that when you're thinking about being perfect. Your body doesn't know that, well, on Monday, Christy really fucked up and you know, Tuesday she did really, really well. So, you know, it can like adjust accordingly. Like your body's just gonna take what you give it and use it over time and kind of spread that out. So when you're looking at your macros and you think like, oh God, I went over so many calories, you know, Monday, well, you can just say, okay, darn, I'll do better next time. Or you could say, okay, I ate 300 calories extra. Cool. I should actually have a ton of energy since food is energy for my workout today. So I'm going to go crush an extra workout tonight. Use those calories to fuel my workout, to build some of these glutes, to build some biceps. I'm going to go for an extra walk, like whatever. You can look at those kind of quote unquote mistakes uh, in a different way as a way to benefit you in a way. And so just kind of look at it as an average. Not to mention calories are a best guess anyway. If I were to calculate your macros, it's a best guess. I'm not with you every single day. I don't literally know how many calories you burn in a day. And even if you're using a smartwatch or anything like that, that's a best guess as well. So everything is a best guess. So even the calories and the macros that I set for you as a goal, it's a best guess. And it fluctuates day to day, of course. Um, Some days you move more, some days you rest more, some days you work out, some days you don't. And so that's an average as well. So the amount of calories that your body uses for fuel during a seven-day period, let's say that's during during a week period, will fluctuate. And so if your macros fluctuate, 
that's okay. Your body, again, is so smart. Your body's number one job is to protect you and keep you alive and functioning optimally. And it will do that. It will use the calories that you give it for its benefit. So thinking about it like that, like the calories that you burn in a week fluctuate, the calories that you bring in food-wise that you eat in a week will fluctuate. And it's a best guess scenario anyway. And so there's no need to be so, so, so rigid. The way that I literally have my ladies do this, and it does take some time because I know they want to be spot on, is I will have them track their favorite foods, of course, in the app and just kind of see where those foods get them. So kind of do a sample day inside my fitness pal and see, you know, literally where that gets them as far as what they usually eat and what kind of goals we need to set to move forward. And then after that, we work on finding some staple foods. So what are some items that they can eat, rotate every single day that they love that they can count on? So I will have them have, you know, four, let's say four breakfast options, maybe six snack options for maybe like a morning snack and an afternoon snack, four lunch options, and then dinner can fluctuate. So if they know that they have, you know, four options, let's say like for each meal that they can log and it has 20 grams of protein, maybe 50 carbs, you know, per meal, then they know that they have some options. And so they're able to eat maybe eggs for breakfast, have a Greek yogurt for a snack, have a protein shake and a sandwich for lunch, have some string cheese and almonds for another snack. And then for dinner, they know they're getting in 20 grams of protein. It doesn't really matter what the rest is because they're staple foods that they eat very, very often are going to get them so close to their macros anyway that really whatever they have for dinner doesn't really matter. That's the way that I teach my ladies to basically have success in macros loosely without being obsessive. And so finding those foods that will really, really get them to their goals. The way that I do this for each of my clients is when they come on and they start tracking their food, I go into their meal plans and I see what they're eating. So I can see that they're eating maybe regular yogurt daily for a snack. Well, I will have them change that to Greek yogurt or every single morning they are having bacon with four whole eggs. I will have them start to have maybe two whole eggs and two egg whites and I will have them start to eat turkey bacon instead of regular bacon. That way they're lessening their fat intake with the egg whites and they are increasing their protein intake with the turkey bacon. Just different ways to incorporate certain things. If they're having a salad every single day for lunch, but it's not that high in protein, I will have them you know, either start adding chicken to their salad, or if they're already adding chicken, I'll have them double the amount of chicken that they're adding. I will have them add in some edamame or some black beans for a little bit more protein and micronutrients. So I go through and give them suggestions and how to basically continue to eat like they're eating and make little changes. I think that that is so important rather than going in and changing their and you know everything that they eat and tell them to stop eating this and eat this instead. I just take what they're already doing and tweak it a little bit so that they can hit their macros. So that being said, loosely tracking your macros is the best way because of the average of the calories in and the calories out. And I think that that's so important. So I've found that when you can 
look at your tracked macros as knowledge. Once you know the premise of what macros are and you understand that it's basically on average, then you you start to look at macros as just knowledge. So when you look at the end of the day like, okay, well, kind of sucked it up today or I had an amazing day. This is how I can do better. This is what I can eat more of or less of. Instead of a rating of your success, instead of looking at your macros like, okay, I sucked today, I sucked yesterday, (laughs) you know, I'm never going to hit my macros and start feeling so, so negative about it. If you can look at it as knowledge and just try to get better and make better, different choices, it's going to help you mentally so much. And here are a couple different reasons or ways, I should say, that this helps with. I have four different ways. This causes you to be not so obsessive over the food that you're eating. So many things in this industry are all or nothing. And unless you're training for a body competition, a bikini competition, or you know, strongman or something, macros should not be followed to the extreme. Macros are something that is literally the food that you're putting into your body. And it's a best guess. And it fluctuates. And your body is smart. And so that's all you need to know. This does not need to be obsessive. Again, unless you're training for something serious, you don't need to hit your macros on the dot every single day. Get close. Absolutely. That's good enough. Number two, it helps with longevity. So if you're trying to be perfect all the time and you're always failing, you'll hate it. You'll quit. You'll think it sucks. You'll think it doesn't work. It's not for you. You failed. Nothing works. And we go down that rabbit hole, right? So if you're being looser with your macros, it allows you to enjoy it. It allows you to have more fun with it and fluctuate, right? Let's say you have a family dinner coming up and you're going to your favorite restaurant. Well, cool. Go ham at that restaurant. Go freaking crazy. Eat all of your favorite foods. And then the next day, take it easy a little bit. Let's say that night you go over your calories by five, 600 calories. Who cares? Either get in a good workout or the next day, stay a little bit under your calories. Like It's not a big deal. It helps you to enjoy things and fit these fun events into your life helps with longevity so much when you enjoy what you're doing. Number three, it's not necessary to be obsessive. That mindset never helps with anything. I have an asterisk that says, chill the fuck out. It's not necessary to be obsessive, you guys. Like You don't have to obsess over this thing. This is something that should give you freedom. I remember reading you know, flexibility with macros and then doing it and being super obsessed and thinking that I was the one that failed or thinking macros were just total BS. Like, that's not true. You know, that doesn't work when really I just had to make it work for me. I had to stop obsessing over it. I had to stop trying to be perfect and stop trying to eat clean all the time and stop trying to eat only whole foods. Like, I really had to actually let go and trust the process and trust my body. And once I did that, oh my God, it was like literal freedom which is number four. Macro tracking actually helps you with freedom, with, I should say, food freedom. It really helps you to see food as fuel. It helps you to not look at food as good and bad anymore. Food is just food. And the knowledge that you get from macro tracking actually creates confidence. And if you know why you're doing something, If you know why you're tracking macros and why you're lifting weights and why you're drinking so much water and, you know, why you're doing these things, you can actually trust the process and you can stop looking for other ways. No more quick fixes because 
you have the knowledge of why you're tracking your macros and you have the knowledge of, yeah, I can fail at this sometime and still and sometimes and still be okay. And I'm still building my body that I want and my hormones are okay and my metabolism is better. And I'm trusting the process, even though I fuck up sometimes, it's fine. Once I personally let go of that perfectionism and let go of obsessing and just started lifting weights, hitting my macros, drinking some water, focusing on my sleep and getting quality supplements, my confidence was raised in this journey because I could see my body changing and I felt like I knew what I was doing. How many diets have you done? And you know, you know the rules, right? You know what you can eat and what you can't eat. But why? Why are you doing that thing? You don't know. So you don't know if it's going to work because you don't know why you're doing it in the first place. You don't know what the results are going to be. You're hoping for a certain result, but you have no idea if that said diet is exactly how you're going to get there. So I hope this episode was so, so helpful for you and encouraging you that you do not need to be obsessed with tracking macros, that there is something you can do loosely and you will still see results. So be sure to save this episode when you need this reminder, screenshot, share this episode with a friend that needs to hear it. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.